thank you for listening to Northwood Baptist Church of Yadkinville, North Carolina. Join our pastor, Tim Webb, for an encouraging time with God and His Word. Northwood Baptist Church is a place where the Bible is passionately preached and practiced and where you are always welcome. So stay tuned for a practical message for your life as we enjoy the abundant life that Jesus Christ offers to all. In other words, if I were to stop breathing right now, if the brain activity were to cease and my heart were to stop beating and I were to drop right before you, absent from this body, I would be present with the Lord. That's the truth. But this is also true. In the plan of God, in the working of God, in the ways of God, I am just as good as already there. I'm seated together with Him in heavenly places. You say, how can that be? Well, I've explained it before, but I don't mind explaining it again. The Bible tells us this. When you became a Christian, you were placed in Christ. So this is you. You see yourself? Not much to look at. Pretty plain and pretty small. But in the moment that you trusted in Jesus Christ, the Bible says you were placed in Christ. Let this Bible represent Jesus. And so what that means is you are bound to Him. You are united with Him. You are one with Him. So listen to this. This is going to help you. Here's what it means. Our position today is this. If Jesus is up, we're up. If Jesus is down, we're down. But let me go ahead and tell you something. The Lord Jesus is not down. The Lord Jesus is not a loser. The Lord Jesus is not defeated. He is glorious. He rules and He reigns. He's sitting on the throne today. And we are raised with Him. So anything that happens to you in this world, it's got to get through Jesus first. Any storm that comes, Jesus has to allow it in your life. Positionally, we are there with Him. And the Bible tells us here in the book of Psalms, chapter number 34, that God does some wonderful things. He delivers. He saves. He hears. He blesses. He fills. He, he, he comforts the brokenhearted. But the Word of God shows us something else in those same verses. If you would, look at verse number 7 again. We read it just a moment ago, but look at the end of the verse, toward the end, and notice this little phrase. The things that God does, verse number 7... Who does He do it for? Them that fear Him. If you look at verse number 8, who is it that experiences the goodness of God and the blessing of God? Well, we see it toward the end of the verse. It is the man that trusteth. If you were to look at verse number 9 where it says that, the, that, the children, that those who are, uh, who, are, uh, who are blessed and who have all they need have no want. Well, who is that? Well, verse number 9 tells us it's His saints. Verse number 9 also tells us it's the righteous, them that fear Him. If you look at verse number 15, the eyes of the Lord are upon who? The righteous. His ears are open to the cry of who? The righteous. Who is it that the Lord helps and who is it that the Lord comforts in verse number 18? Them that are of a broken heart. Who is it that the Lord helps and comforts in verse 18? Those that be of a contrite spirit. Who is it that though they suffer affliction, the Lord delivers them out of them all? In verse number 19, it's the righteous. 
Well, who is it that the Lord redeems the soul of? And who is it that the Lord promises you'll never be desolate to? Well, verse 22 tells us it's His servants. It is them that trust in Him. Now, I just told you God's doing some wonderful things. God is going to deliver. God is going to hear the prayer. God is going to help. God is going to supply the need. But then I come along and I tell you, and He's only going to do it for the ones who are righteous. That ought to crush us right down into the dirt. Because we know this. I'm not righteous. We know I don't always do what I should do. I, I don't always live my life in accordance with God's Word. And God says, listen, I'm going to deliver those that trust in Me. But I can guarantee you something, the best Christian in this room from time to time, your trust is a little weak. You've got some doubts, you've got some fears, you've got some questions, some things that aren't settled. You've got moments where you do not look like the person that is described that magnifies the Lord and that the Lord blesses. So you say, well preacher, am I just clean out of luck? I mean, do I not get any of these good blessings that the Lord has given? Here's what I want to say to you today. If you have trusted in Jesus, whether you feel like it or not, if you have trusted in Jesus, if you've believed on the Lord Jesus Christ, Christ to salvation. You are one of those who has a heart that God can bless. You are one of those who has lips that can speak to God and He'll hear your prayer. You are one of those who the Bible calls His saints and righteous. You don't have to wait till you die and have somebody pay a whole lot of money and pray a whole lot of prayers for you to be a saint. If you're trusting in Jesus today, if you've believed on the Lord Jesus Christ for salvation, positionally, you are a saint. And so all the blessings that are described here in Psalm 34, they're true for you. The Lord encamps. Oh, the Lord is with you. He'll never leave you or forsake you. The Lord, He will not suffer you to be desolate. My God shall supply all your need according to His riches and glory. He'll keep you. Listen to me. The Father has told us in His Word that He keepeth His. He'll lose none of His. I'm just telling you today, we're in a mighty, mighty good shape positionally. But positional truth is what's true of us in heaven. But there's also practical truth. You see, our position is in heaven. Our sureness is in heaven. We are one with Him. We're saved. We're born again. That's true of us today. But we've got to live here on earth, don't we? And sometimes here on earth, our thoughts aren't very heavenly. Sometimes here on earth, when somebody cuts you off in traffic, man, y'all have to pray for me. Would y'all pray for me? Would you pray for me? Friday night, me and Emily were going to eat with some friends of mine, and I guess they're your friends too. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know if they're my friends. But anyway, we were going to eat with some friends of ours, and, and uh, we were a little bit in a hurry, a little bit running behind. And by running behind, I mean we were only going to be five minutes early. <laughs> Amen, Sunday school teachers. But anyway, and some Yahoo pulled over in front of me in traffic, and when they did, you know what I thought? God bless you, sister. I trust you have the fullness of the Spirit and all the blessings and good things of the Lord. That's exactly what I thought. But somehow my hand didn't know it and I laid down on that horn and my tongue didn't know it. And I said, what kind of... And Emily said, honey, honey. My thoughts weren't too heavenly at that moment, were they? But if we're going to magnify the Lord this year, you know how we're going to do it? As we're people that trust in God.
As we're people that fear the Lord, as we're people that have the kind of heart... You see, my position is true in heaven, but my practice is what those around me need to see. They need to see my good works and glorify my Father which is in heaven. They need to see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. So here's what I want to talk to you about for just the next few minutes. For just a few minutes more, I want to talk to you about this thought. Magnifying the Lord in your minutes and in your members. If you go over, the Bible speaks of magnifying the Lord all through the book. I've got so many Scriptures I want to share with you about it today, but time won't allow. But throughout the book, it says, Magnify the Lord. Magnify the Lord forever. The Lord shall magnify Himself. My soul doth magnify the Lord. And that's what we want to do. We want to make Jesus look good as He really is to all the people that are around us. But the Apostle Paul, turn over with me to the book of Philippians, would you? The book of Philippians chapter number 1. The Apostle Paul finds himself in prison here in the New Testament. Go toward the end of your Bible and you'll find the book of Philippians. Paul finds himself in prison. Paul finds himself not sure exactly how things are going to turn out. He's talking to the church there at Philippi. He's wrote them a letter. He says in that letter, he says, I want you to pray for me. He says, I don't know how all this is going to turn out. I don't know if I'm going to get out of jail. I don't know if I'm going to die. I'm not sure how it's going to turn out, so I want you to pray for me. But then I want you to look at verse number 21. Actually, let's look at verse 20 where it says this, According to my earnest expectation. He says, I want you all to pray for me. I want you to pray the Lord will get me out of this prison so I can go preach again, so I can be free again. But he says in verse number 20, according to my earnest expectation and my hope, that in nothing I shall be ashamed, but with all boldness, as always, so now also Christ shall be, here's our word, magnified in my body, whether it be by life or by death. He goes on in the next verse, verse 21, and says this, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. But if I live in the flesh, this is the fruit of my labor. Yet what I shall choose, I wot not. I don't know what I would pick if I had to choose. He says, I am in a strait betwixt two. I'm between a rock and a hard place. Having a desire to depart and to be with Christ, which is, what is it? It's far better. Nevertheless, to abide in the flesh is more needful for you. And having this confidence, I know. Thank you for listening today. This program has been brought to you by the generosity of the Northwood Baptist Church family. Our church loves Jesus, and Jesus loves you. You can hear today's message in full by searching for Northwood Baptist Church on YouTube. You can share this program with others on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Make plans to be our guest in Yadkinville, North Carolina very soon for any and all of our services. You'll locate our church by going to 1309 Northwood Church Road. There, you'll enjoy a friendly welcome, encouraging music, and a practical message from the Bible. There is a place for you and your family at Northwood. For more information, visit northwoodbandis.us or you can call us at 336-677-3781 or 
drop us a note at P.O. Box 1637, Yankinville, North Carolina, 27055. Until next time, from Pastor Tim Webb and the Northwood Baptist Church, God bless you and keep looking up.